0: Hello and welcome to the seeking veganism podcast my name is jess and in this episode i got to interview my client kelly she's part of the plentiful power program and honestly it has been an honor uh, to coach her it has been an amazing experience i always look forward to our calls she has done amazing progress in the program so far but I also wanted to ask her a little bit of more stuff outside the program, of course. So we talk about her career as a nurse and how she actually became vegan and what a mind blowing experience it was for her once she started doing a little bit of research about the benefits of a plant based diet and is now teaching her clients or her patients, better say, uh, better said the same thing. She's telling them about the amazing benefits of a plant-based diet. In addition to that, uh, she has learned a lot about the menstrual cycle thanks to the program. And she's also teaching the same thing to her patients at the moment, something that she has implemented herself in her life as well. And it has been a very transformational journey for her. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let's go.
1: Well, my name is Kelly Goodwin. Um, I live in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I moved here about three years ago from Houston, Texas. Um, So South, Southern girl all the way. Um, And I am actually a nurse, um, but I am in a master's program. I'm in grad school to become a family
0: nurse practitioner. That's nice cool <laughs> i love yeah, it and it's exciting. why yes definitely why did you decide to become a nurse
1: um so it's funny that you asked that so i don't know so <laughs> well actually there's a little funny story behind it so i've always been just very compassionate put others before me um my mother was in the healthcare field um i've had multiple aunts and uncles and Family members in the medical field, nurses, doctors, you know, the whole slew of of, um, professions in the medical field. So I've been very exposed to it. I knew I wanted to go in the medical field, but I have a passionate love for animals and dogs and all of the above. I had horses growing up. I like did really silly things showing rabbits and all these things. So I wanted to be a veterinarian. But I actually, when I was younger, played this like online veterinarian game and I failed miserably at it. And it totally broke me down. And I was like, I am not meant to be a vet. And so then I was like, well, I'm just going to become a nurse. And then it just kind of stuck until I, you know, graduated from nursing school. And I was like, well, I'm a nurse now, so no turning back.
0: I love that story. So you touched on, um, you loving animals a lot. So my question, my next yes. question for you would be why and how did you become vegan and when as well?
1: Yeah. So I actually, I was never exposed to veganism. um, You know, like I said, I was from Texas, barbecue, um, you know, ribs, all the things in Texas, you know, pimento cheese, all of that stuff. Um, We probably had, we always, growing up, we always had a meat base, um, you know, at dinner, a starch and a vegetable. Like that was our go-to. That's what we always did. Um, So I actually was never uh, exposed to veganism until I went to grad school, and I am a cardiovascular ICU nurse, and so when they said, all right, you know, you're going to write this big paper, it's, you know, going to be through a few semesters, so really pick a topic that you're really interested in, Um, I just started kind of Googling cardiovascular disease, and you know, um, well, not Googling really, but, you know, researching uh, cardiovascular disease. Don't use Google if you (laughs) want to do real research. Side note. Um, But so I started researching cardiovascular disease and it just randomly popped up, this uh, plant-based diet um, in regards to cardiovascular disease. And I was like, huh, all right, let me read that so i read it and i was like wow i mean the statistics were just i mean crazy like they were reversing cardiovascular disease they were preventing you know uh heart attacks they were i mean decreasing blood pressure just crazy stuff um people were you know not having heart transplants because of going on plant-based diets i mean just a ton of information, and I was like, why have I never learned about this? I mean, this is crazy. I've been through, what, nine years of college, you know, base level school, um, and I have never learned about diet and how it affects, um, you know, cardiovascular disease what I was you know studying but now to now that I know and you know researching more I mean it affects you know diabetes and you know liver disease and I mean it affects so many things I mean it has also a link to Alzheimer's disease and it's just it's crazy why I never learned about this so I actually wrote the paper I think I used about 25 to 30, um, research articles that I found, and that actually was cut down from, oh my gosh, I mean, hundreds. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and <clears throat> go into my job and when somebody, you know, cause I recovered, you know, um, heart attack patients that had a bypass or, you know, heart transplants, all of these patients, and I would really talk to them about their choices on their plate, what they would order, you know, I would be like, you know, you just got a bypass, like, do you want to talk about um, your food choices and your diet choices moving forward, that's going to prevent you from getting another bypass, because it's very common to get a bypass, and then, five years later have to get another one and I was like do you want to go through this again like let's talk about this and I just kind of realized that I'm not going to you know advocate for a plant based diet for all these people I'm not going to practice what I everything in my fridge and I became vegan and the rest is history
0: I love that it's Ah, it's, I'm like speechless because I wish there were just more people like you who would do that and advocate for it because I kind of had the same, you know, realization that once I started researching about all of this and started reading papers, I'm not, you know, even at all in the medical field, but I was always also very health focused. And once I started researching it and what you said, like so many mind blowing things, like the connection was just so like there and i just couldn't believe that not a lot of people made the connection yet i was just wondering like why are doctors not knowing about this because you go to a doctor and then you see an overweight man sitting there telling you what to do and giving you pills instead of actually you know uh helping you like really um like cure the illness and not just giving you pills by doing that it's crazy (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And like I said, I mean, I've been through nine years of collegiate level, you know, education, probably, so four, minus four, so five years of, um, well, nine years, actually, of nursing school, and or four years of graduate, nursing and graduate school, and they have not once talked about diet. And I mean, you know, and I talked to medical students, and I asked them as well, especially in the, you know, CVICU, and I was like, you know, did did you ever get, you know, any training on nutrition or anything? And they're like, no, yeah, no. I mean, they were like, maybe we talked about it one day, and, you know, but that's about it. And it's just so disheartening that here we are in America, I, I mean, I'm sure it's, the same in Germany and, you know, all over the world, but, you know, we're so quick to throw a pill at somebody. And then we have to throw a pill at them because the pill, the first pill that we gave them, you know, has side effects. And so we have to throw another pill at them to decrease those side effects. And, you know, this, most things can be, you know, managed and cured and treated with a good diet and a good exercise program. And not even that you have to work out for an hour every day, just go on a 20 minute walk and breathe in fresh air and put your feet on the grass. And, you know, and and it's so interesting to me that more people are willing to put a chemical in their body versus just you know, being mindful of what they eat and having a clearer head. And um, it's just interesting to me. And I feel like once you, you know, educate yourself and research and learn more, then I feel like you can do better.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that. I agree. (laughs) Um, You mentioned that it's actually like you can be healthy very easily with the right diet, with you moving and just living a good and healthy lifestyle. And I think you're the perfect like advocate for it because you're actually showing like your patients how to do that. You are vegan yourself. You have a very active lifestyle. Um, So you've been in my program now for two months, um, I believe. And I just wanted to ask you, (laughs) I just wanted to ask you uh, what has been or what, like why did you decide to actually join the program?
1: Yeah. Um, So, when I joined with you, I was a vegan for over a year, probably a year and a half. Um, I really liked it. I mean, I felt great on it, and I actually got off birth control. Um, I just, once again, you know, when you research, the more you know, you know, the better you are, the better choices you can make. So. I got off birth control um and I was really I felt like I was managing my menstrual cycle really well. Um I felt like I was managing my you know vegan diet really well. Like, you know, I would, you know, follow these, you know, kind of doctors and fitness people on Instagram that, you know, had research articles, um, like Dr. Esselton, um, you know, all of those things. I read Undo It. Um, and it just I felt like something was missing I felt like I wasn't getting the whole package and what I could really do with the vegan diet um I don't think I wasn't great I mean when I came to you I wasn't overweight um
0: you know and I
1: felt good but I just wasn't really as toned as I liked and I felt like I was working out really hard and I just didn't realize and understand why I wasn't getting toned and, you know, um, I just had little things about my body that I really wasn't happy with. And also I've never had a great relationship with food. Um, before being vegan, I would go through spurts of, you know, binge eating, just, Eating whatever I wanted, everything in sight, because oh, I'm going to start tomorrow. So, excuse me. So, I'm going to eat literally everything today because this is my last day. And then tomorrow would come, and it sounds so silly, but I would have something left over from my quote unquote binge day. And I'd be like, oh, well, I mean, I have to eat it. Like, it's my last thing of it. And then I would have another binge day. And then after that, when I finally would get control over my binges, then I just would deprive myself for, you know, months or, you know, weeks, months, you know, whatever. And that is not a healthy cycle um, at all to be honest. I did not feel good. Uh, I did not feel good about myself. I did not have good self-image, body image. I just did not have a good relationship with food, and I didn't understand that. Um, when I became vegan, it got a little bit better, um, just because I feel like veganism, yes, there's a lot of junk vegan food out there, um, but... I felt like with all the studies that I read, it was more of a whole foods plant-based diet. So I really tried to focus on that. And I felt like I didn't have to binge and deprive myself just because of kind of what I was more moving into. So then, you know, I just don't think I was getting enough protein. Um, And I just, I really wasn't aware of it. I was like, yeah, I'm eating legumes and, meaning beans and you know I didn't really explore the whole you know tofu and tempeh and all of those things yet um I just was a little hesitant about it I really don't know why um but I just didn't really explore all those things and so I just don't think I was getting all of my full nutrients in that I really needed so I think when I came to you I really wanted to learn what I needed to be putting in my body every day. Um, I also was very passionate about my menstrual cycle. And you were the first coach that I had found because I was kind of looking off and on. You know, you you go in this pre-contemplation stage of like, oh, I probably need this. Like, let me start looking. So I was kind of in that phase. And then when I saw your um, social media, your Instagram, and you really were talking about the menstrual cycle, I was like, okay, that's it. Like, this is perfect because, you know, I got off birth control and I really wanted to understand my body. And I feel like as a woman... You can't fully understand your body in just diet terms. You have to understand your hormones and what your body is going through every single month. And so, like I said, you were the first program that I found that you incorporated the menstrual cycle into your program. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, case closed, done. I think I messaged you um one day we had a call the next day and i was starting like two days later so and probably the best decision i ever made so yeah that's the long story of (laughs) how i became part of your plantable goddess program
0: (laughs) thank you so much no it's it means a lot also just it's, it's very interesting to see what was going on beforehand because, of course, like we are very close, but I don't know all of the details. So I didn't know all of the details. So now you just telling me about everything also makes much more sense um, in terms of your development. And I can honestly say like you've developed so much throughout the, the, the program and you're becoming a new person. You know, there's so many things that you're learning and that you're... Um, you're applying right away. Um, And especially I feel like the body image is something that um, so many women struggle with. And this is something that I've seen you improve so much as well, where it's not only about the weight going down or going up, it's about really the way like you see yourself and you becoming stronger and, you know, nourished and understanding your body and having the relationship with your body and your menstrual cycle so would you say that um the part about the menstrual cycle has impacted you um in other ways in your life as well
1: absolutely oh my gosh i mean you know i feel like as a society and maybe this is just in america um but i feel like the menstrual cycle in the period is so negative and so taboo and You know, you don't talk about it. And, I mean, I remember, you know, my mom teaching me about the menstrual cycle. And it's like, okay, you're going to have a period, you know, every month. Like, this is the way it is for the rest of your life. And she's like, it sucks, but it just happens. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. And, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like, then going into... Like I said, nine years of collegiate, you know, um, education. You learn about the menstrual cycle and what's happening. You know, I feel very fortunate coming into your program, kind of having a base of, you know, the follicular phase and luteal phase and, you know, all of those things of what the body is actually doing and what the hormones are doing. So I really understood that. But where I fell off is how it relates to your body and how you feel and your mind and how you should, you know, really play on the, that ride of the menstrual cycle, the ups and downs of those hormones and really put it to your advantage as a woman. I mean, geez, like after going through your program, I feel so lucky that I have a menstrual cycle. Like, I look at men, and I'm just like, man, you just are flat the whole time. Like, you don't even get a chance to reflect, and you don't even get a burst of energy during a month. Like, I feel bad for you, you know? Like, And it's so empowering now. Like, I am learning so much about the menstrual cycle And how I can tailor it to my life. And I think that's been the biggest breakthrough for me. That I know at certain times during my menstrual cycle that I'm going to take that day to reflect. And I know at certain times during my menstrual cycle I have so much energy. So guess what? I'm going to push myself you know, even harder in the workouts. I'm going to try to get new personal records and I'm going to study harder and really focus my energy onto the future and what I want that to look like. And that is so cool that women get that chance to do that every month. Like, I just think that's so cool. And being in your program has just completely changed my view of the menstrual cycle from a negative to a complete positive. And it's just, it's just mind blowing to me and it's just, I don't know. I just, I've never really understood it. And I'm just so glad that I've gotten the opportunity to understand it and potentially, you know, teach that to my clients as well not only diet but you know everything and I feel like you know the person you know as a whole you know you should really focus on everything you know holistically you know your diet your mental your um you know and I think your hormones and your menstrual cycle has a lot to do with that so in short I'm very happy that I found your program because of the menstrual cycle and now how you know I view it so thank you
0: (laughs) you're very welcome thank you for for clarifying that um definitely the menstrual cycle has been something that has been mind-blowing for me as well once I actually studied it and I was like same thing with the veganism and the the plant-based diet I was like why did we not know about this before like this is something that it should be like basic knowledge which should be like taught in biology for all of us for all of us women together with the plant-based diet and with this um, menstrual cycle part because it influences us so much more and it's just becoming such a normal thing that women especially like you and me we are really like we work hard we really have you know goals in life and so sometimes we can get very confused with us with us pushing way too hard until we are like completely drained and we don't understand why we don't have that much energy anymore because we do that at the wrong times in our cycle absolutely but knowing like where you are in your phase, you can actually plan it a bit better and understand okay if i'm now let's say in my luteal phase i'm going to give myself some more downtime because i know that i need a little bit more rest before i get my period because this is where you know my hormones levels are starting to decrease also with like you know your period a lot of people say oh you know uh, i'm just gonna push through like for example my coach um which has been amazing when it comes to fitness coaching and i learned a lot from him but he would always push me while i had my period to go to the gym and really give it all and just you know he he thought that it was all mental for me and i just had to overcome that and not think about the pain well like when i'm on my period i'm like In a lot of pain you know so um this has been one thing that um i just knew that something wasn't right and i didn't want other women to suffer that way um and yeah Yeah. that's why i always say like you really have to understand your body first until you can get healthy in all of the other aspects um but referring back to um you joining the program and I love the part that you really focus on the menstrual Absolutely. cycle and the health of that. Um, what would you say has been the most challenging part for you since you joined the program or when you joined the program?
1: I don't know. So I don't really think there's been a challenging part per se. I just think that having an online coach you And if you really buy in and are honest with them, I think that they can just help you identify your barriers correctly and accurately. Um, I've obviously had barriers and we have overcome each and every one of them. And I'm so thankful that I have you because I didn't even know the barriers that I'm facing were barriers and You know, I don't really think that this program is challenging. I just think that to join this program, you have to really buy in and, you know, buy into it and, you know, just be honest with yourself and honest with you so that you can do personal growth. And I mean, like we said, to reiterate, it's not only about losing weight and, you know, doing all that. It's about learning about yourself and your body and what it calls for and what it needs and what your life needs. Because if you can't balance all of these things with life, then what are you really doing? And so I just think that I don't, and I mean, back to the point, I think, I don't think it's been challenging. I just think that you know, there are barriers to every person's story and it's pretty empowering to identify those barriers and to overcome them. So there's going to be bumps in the road, but I don't think they're bad bumps at all. So (laughs) that answered your question. (laughs)
0: Yes, it did definitely. With referring back to you telling us about your relationship with food that you had prior to, to uh, going vegan, um, would you say that this has been a part, um, that has changed when joining the program and how did it change? If so?
1: Oh, absolutely. So like I said, you know, the last question, um, you know, we've just identified barriers and overcome overcame them. And, you know, that was a huge barrier for me. I knew that was a huge barrier coming in for me, um, that I would, you know, binge eat and then, you know, deprive myself. And like I said, it got better on the vegan diet, um, but it really takes hold of me on my period the days before and, like, the first day of my period. That's really you know, being in this program, you know, you identify patterns and that is one pattern that we together, you know, we're like, okay, this is, you know, this is a pattern and let's, you know, figure out why. And, you know, it's really nice because you don't just say, oh, well, this is a pattern, like, let's fix it. You know, you really talk to me and, Understand what I'm going through and my mental side around it and my emotional side around it. And I think that's so important because, you know, a barrier isn't a barrier just because, like, we want to do it. I mean, if there wasn't a mental block or an emotional, um, you know, challenge with it, then it really wouldn't be a barrier. I mean... You know we can overcome a lot of things you know women are pretty strong and so hell yeah <laughs> you yeah yeah so breaking that down you know and really understanding the lower levels of it I think it's the first part in you know overcoming it so I think um you know, the binge eating, we really broke it down, we understood, you know, what was going on in my brain, what emotionally was happening to me, and, you know, how it related with my menstrual cycle, what was going on with that, we put it all together, and I think, you know, we formed a plan for next time, and we're like, listen, this happens, you know, every time on your period, this time, like, next time, let's do this, this, and this, and you know leading up to it you're like all right it's coming like let's do this this and this you're gonna do good you're gonna do great and you know you just have this plan and then you execute the plan and not only do you feel good because you know you didn't eat a bunch of crap and a ton of it and then feel like you have to deprive yourself but it also empowers you that like if I form a plan, then I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to do it. And it just gives you that much more um, strength and courage to, you know, take on the next battle and take on the next barrier. Because you're like, oh, I'm fine with that. Like I just overcame that, no problem. Like on to the next. And so I just feel like, you know, everyone has their barriers to everything. And it's like, once you overcome one barrier, then it's like, oh, my gosh, the sky's the limit. Like, you can do anything, you know, with the proper, you know, training and help from you and planning. I I mean, I just think sky's the limit. And I feel like that has really opened me up to so many other things, not only in my diet and working out, but in my life, in once again going back to my original you know um thought I mean isn't that what this is all about like we all want to live you know fully and happily and you know wholesome lives
0: I love that I love that you touched on like the wholesome part because sometimes we forget and um I personally used to be there as well where I focus on like a couple of things too much, like you know, the nutrition and fitness, and I forgot my mental health and I forgot my okay. menstrual health, and um it really messes with you. So to anyone listening as well, this is the one thing that I can really like say to everyone that if you feel like you're just very tired and drained and you're not happy with the current state, you really have to take the time to reflect what it is that is causing you to feel that way even if you feel like from the outside people maybe look at you and think you're having the perfect life but inside you're not happy and something's off you really need to take the time to do that because i'm pretty sure you can relate as well right where people look at you from the outside and say hey kelly must be the happiest person she's living the best life she is vegan she is healthy she's strong whatever but inside it does not look that way right
1: yeah And doing that, I think you bring up another great point is that, you know, you have to be patient and loving to yourself. And that in turn will turn that being patient and loving to other people. Because once you realize and you can face your own barriers and what is holding you up and your hole in your heart, then you have a lot more compassion for other people and their hole in their heart. And I think that is so important especially during everything that is going on in the world right now to have patience and acceptance and understanding for not only yourself but for other people is absolutely huge and what more people should be really doing but i agree i think that you really have to look in the hole in your heart and First, before you can, you know, um, project that onto other people.
0: Definitely. What would you tell someone who is actually currently scared to change something in their life?
1: Um, I think that where your envy, they, they have a quote, they, I don't know who said this, so I'm sorry for whoever's who said this and I'm not giving them credit, but, um, there's a quote that says, Where you're envious, you should go. So, where you see yourself being like, oh, like that is really cool. Like, you know, I would really like to do that. Or, you know, you find yourself being jealous about somebody because they're doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. Why don't you explore that a little bit? You know, I mean, go where you're envious. if you want to try something new and you're too scared, then dip your toe in the water. You know, I mean, I tell people, you know, I was telling you earlier that I would kind of, you know, plant a seed and some of my patients that just had bypass surgery or, you know, all of these things. And they're like, Oh, well, I guess I could go vegan, but I really love cheese. And I'm like, okay. I mean, that's fine. Why don't you cut out, you know, um, the meats and, you know, all of that stuff and just keep the cheese? Like, why don't you just do that and see how you feel? Dip your toe in the water. And they're like, yeah, you know, I guess you, I can do that. And it's just start making itty bitty tiny steps. You know, I mean, if we're talking about being in some do meatless Monday and just Really see how you feel after you do that day of, you know, meatless, dairyless Monday. And I can guarantee you that if you follow what you're feeling in your stomach and your head, you're going to be more clear. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel more energized. And why don't you follow that? I feel like people, you know, hold themselves up of like, well, this is what I've always done. Or, you know, this is what my family has always done. I mean, no one in my family is vegan, nobody. And they are just fine with it. And they, when I'm there, they try new things and they get out of their comfort zone. I mean, I just went, I just took uh, my family to this little vegan restaurant who has, who's known for their Southern fried chicken and they were in love with it. They said it was the best chicken sandwich they have ever had. And so just going out of your comfort zone and really diving into what you're kind of looking at with a curious eye. I mean, I think that's just the first step in, you know, really changing a habit or, you know, just advancing your life.
0: Definitely. How was it for you? Did you go vegan overnight?
1: I did. Yeah. So I was a little crazy and I was just reading all these research papers and I was like, this is crazy. I mean, I can't not do this. So I decided it um, one day when I was reading all these papers. I was at a coffee shop, and I immediately was like, okay, I'll take almond milk instead of milk, and that was it. I went home, and I had some veggies. I threw out all the meat in my – or actually, I gave it to my neighbor because I knew she would like it. I didn't throw it out. But um, I got rid of all the meat in my freezer, fridge, all dairy, everything. And then
0: the next morning I woke up and here I am. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was it was the same for me. I also went vegan overnight. I was just like reading all of the stuff, seeing all of the stuff. And I was in my bed. Also, like the animal aspect was was there as well. Where I just like started crying in my bed, you know, saw this piglets. Like, and I was like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and I had also like kind of same situation. I had like cheese and stuff, but I was living with someone. So I gave this to like the person. Um, and it was the best thing ever. So of course what you said, I really like the um, step-by-step approach for someone that's a little bit scared, who doesn't really know, you know how to do that. Because of course you need to, like some people feel like they need a little bit more preparation in order to understand what foods they can eat, what foods they cannot eat. Because of course it's for some people it's a huge change when like your whole life you've been living like this and the older you are, um, the, the harder the change might be, uh, depending of course on you and how you used to live if you like, eat meat every single day then of course it's going to be a bigger change um but in terms of you and you going next um and your goals and and your vision for the future what would you say are your goals in terms of health and personal yeah um
1: i mean one to finish grad school that would be (laughs) (laughs) that would be the main one i'm so close right now so i only have like two semesters left so It will be close. Um, But yeah, that would be my first thing. I think, you know, um, diet-wise, I just want to continue to learn to eat intuitively. Um, I know in the first part of our program, um, I was pretty much, you know, counting macros and just so I could really understand what the nutrients of food were. Because I don't think as any human being, whether you're on a vegan diet or not, really understand what's in your food. And so I think the first step for anybody, um, including myself, what is to track your food um, and to really understand what the nutrients in your food are. So I think doing that really helped um, because now I'm like, okay, I can have about this and that will be good on carbs and I can have about this much tofu and that will be good on, you know, protein. So I think diet wise, I just want to continue to eat intuitively. Um, I think a big breakthrough, which I recently just had as well, which I think you can agree is meal prep. Um, I used to laugh at people that meal prep, And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's such a waste of time. Like, that's crazy that they take, like, a whole day and just, like, prep their food. And then I did it about two weeks ago, and it's completely changed my life. I mean, completely changed my life. So I think I want to really incorporate, you know, meal prepping into my diet um, more now um, and just kind of going with that. Um, I think weight loss, self image, all of those good things. I think I'm really on a good path. Um, you know, it's always hard. I, you know, you tell me to send these pictures and, you know, every month. And I mean, I dread it every month. I'm not going to lie because, you know, you see yourself and you're like, oh, like my hips and, oh, like my arms, and, you know, you just pick out all of these things about yourself, Um, so I think I just want to continue to feel comfortable in my skin, Um, whether that's being, you know, losing weight, or toning, or whatever that is, I think I'm, we talked about it last week of, like, you don't need to weigh yourself. Like, why don't you just, you know, feel good in your skin? And I think that's honestly what I'm going to focus on moving forward. Um, Just feeling good in my skin and, you know, doing the things that I know will make me feel that way, which are eating a good diet and getting my steps in and feeling the earth beneath my feet and reading my, little daily devotionals and, you know, books every day. And I think that's something that if you just continue to do that and you're consistent, then you are going to be happy in your skin. Whether you do have a little pudge that, you know, whatever, I mean, you know, I don't think I'm going to be concerned about that. Um, but yeah, so I think those would be my diet and, um, weight loss goals and most importantly grad school. And I think I just wanna, you know, kind of spread the word to my clients moving forward about, you know, what all I've learned and, you know, with the vegan diet, the menstrual cycle, you know, mental health, all of those things. So yes. hopefully it will be a bright
0: future. <laughs> yes, it will definitely. Um I just wanted to touch back on one of the one of the goals that you said with actually learning how to accept and love yourself. And I think um, this is something that I preach so much as well, is that you should be working out and eating healthy because you love yourself and not because you hate yourself. And this is something that... I have to work on a lot and not only of course with myself because I'm a woman as well. And I do look at myself in the mirror as well. And I'm not always 100% happy. Like almost never. Am I like, Oh damn, I look hot today. Like this is something that I feel like so many women struggle with and something that I see as a pattern as well in the program. Um, so this is why this is why I really love that. You're really, really putting in the work to, to doing that. Um, And I mean, you've had amazing changes already, not only physical changes, but a lot of mental changes that you went through with the program and a lot of like self-growth that you've experienced. Um, So yeah, thank you for for being an amazing part of my journey as well and for being so coachable. Um, I've enjoyed every single call we had together. Um, (laughs) Before we end this, is there anything else that you'd like to you know, mention or say that we haven't covered? Um, I'm trying to think. I
1: think, you know, with the coronavirus, you know, we all live in such a weird world right now. And I think, you know, in this time, health and community are probably the forefront of everything right now. Um, you know, and... I just really want people to invest in their health, because now more than ever, it's so important. And being a part of your program has provided me with a community that I have never been a part of before. I mean, like I said, none of my family's vegan. I have a few friends um, that are vegetarian. Um, and actually one of my friends just turned vegan, um, which is really (laughs) exciting. But, um, you know, it's given me a community, you know, on Facebook that I have around the world and that I can travel and be like, Hey, like you're my sister. This is so cool. And, you know, and see each other. And I think now more than ever, that's so important. And even touching that on a little bit more. um, I know, you know, the time is short, but um, I think there's so many reasons to why to go vegan, whether it's health or environmental or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you know, you hear all these things of, you know, there's animals coming out of, you know, nature that we haven't seen in decades. And we're seeing mountaintops that have been polluted that we haven't been able to see. And I think this coronavirus is just teaching us that we all need to just slow down and focus on our health and focus on our community and friendships and everything else will fall into the place and we can have this beautiful world again, you know? And so I think that was kind of the only thing I wanted to touch on as well. And just, you know, understand that if you are feeling alone during this coronavirus, you know, you have community and, you know, your community is beautiful and will always accept anybody, you know, that wants to join. So I think that's important during these times.
0: Thank you so much for listening, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure to interview Kelly. She is such an amazing person, such an amazing and loving soul. Again, I really enjoy all of our check-in calls every week. Um, She has done an amazing progress. And I think everything that she has said in this episode is just so relatable, especially to us women something that she has gone through uh, by herself and now is really implementing all of those strategies in her life and I think it's also very important to always look at it from a holistic perspective and don't only you know um, focus on one thing too much on the nutrition and the fitness when your mind and your body is not correct always look at the overall approach and I think this has been an amazing um, example of how to really do that so again thank you so much for listening guys